Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Illuminate Student Ministries. Listen as Chloe Chaika teaches on the power of yes. What I'm going to talk about tonight is a topic that um, um, I think is um, relevant to every person in the room. So that's cool. So actually, none of you can check out. None of you can say, I already heard this. I know what I'm doing. Um, Basically, what the invitation is going to be, I'm just going to give you the spoiler right out of the gate. Your yes can always get bigger. Always. Oh, my gosh. This is actually probably going to make me emotional. (coughs) Okay. So, as I go in... Uh, I like to, I've only taught a couple times, a few times in front of people, and what I like to do is have people close their eyes and imagine stuff. I don't think we have to close our eyes tonight, but I am going to have you um, envision something. Okay, so I want you to envision a relationship, a marriage, um, a friendship, something that you've seen. It doesn't even have to be real, okay? Like this can be like, oh man, I saw this on this movie and it was awesome or whatever. A relationship that's just solid, Okay? Like, it's like, man, there's give and take, there's, like, sacrifice, there's compromise. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this this relationship is, like, flourishing. And I just want you to picture that in your head. These are probably humans, right, that you're picturing or imagining. Turtles? I'm sure they have a great relationship with other turtles. Well, my relationship is human relationship that I'm imagining and if you don't have one to pull from imagine your dream relationship actually do that now imagine your dream relationship all of you are probably going to want to get married okay so just get it in your head man if you're a girl I hope he's you know super lovely and like he is an awesome dad to our kids I hope that he sees me always I hope he reminds me of how lovely I am I hope you know all these things that you do I hope he like wants to take the trash out I hope he's like never pitches a fit about it I hope all these different things guys you're probably like man I hope she's like super hot and stays that way and like I hope (laughs) I'm not a guy what a girl's what a guy's want Um, I hope she cooks well Elias really cares about women that know how to cook and it's not sexist at all he genuinely the way to Elias's heart is his belly A.K.A. his butt. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Huh? Oh, we know you're healthy. We've seen you. You're doing good. Huh? Yeah, you're healthy. I don't know, guys. Just picture something healthy. What do you want? Okay? This is what I want you to have in your head. Okay. All of your relationships that you're thinking about or imagining have two yeses, right? Like when I when I when Paul asked me to marry him, he was asking me because he already had a yes, right? Like he was already like I already have her yes and I want to ask her for her yes. So, there were two yeses that met each other. Every every everything good relationally with humans and with God are going to come from two yeses that meet each other. Okay? Foundational. 
two two yeses that agree that are coming together. These relationships that you imagined, um, if they're good, they give, right? There's giving. There's don't. I'm trying not to go down that road. He's trying to talk about a movie or show right now, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stay on topic. There's giving. There, there. You die to yourself. You prefer the other, right? In any marriage that's good, it's like, man, they are fighting to die to the, to themselves. They're constantly preferring the other one. I'm not saying, you know, good. There are plenty of good marriages. That, all good marriages have faults too, right? But I'm. I, this is like. I'm just saying, trends in good good marriages, good relationships. You're just gonna see this this um, trend of preferring the other, right? There's just there's this interchanging, depositing, withdrawing. There's not this just constant withdrawal. Like my relationship with Paul is not just give to me, give to me, keep filling me up, and I'm not gonna do a thing for you. Or my relationship with my mom is not. Anytime she, when she watches Oakland, it's like, I, sometimes I can feel like, man, oh, mom watches Oakland so much, like, I feel like I need to, like, paint her toes <laughs> or something. I feel like mom gives to me more than I can give to her, but, like, I'm, I'm looking for ways, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you want to do in a relationship. It's like, I want to say yes to you. I want to agree with you. I want to do something where there's this big, fat, you know, this circular theme of a yes. Like, I just want to say yes to you. Um, so now that you've had that kind of in your head, and I've drilled that probably f- more than I should have. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot it was here. Yeah, I forgot to take my pills. Anyways, we, raise your hand. Raise your hand if you want God's yes to you. I'm actually looking. This is why... This is why this is relevant, okay? We wanted, these are just some examples. We want his yes to keep us protected. Protect us, God. We want his yes to heal our bodies when we're sick or when we get diseases or when bones break or when organs start failing. We want God to provide for us when jobs go away and temporary stuff just quits working or when it's working and it's not enough. We want God to forgive us when we repeatedly do the same thing over and over and we come running and he's like, I forgive you. Yes, I forgive you. We want all this, right? We want his yes to open doors that we ask for. God, I really, you know, I'm burning for this. Will you just make a way? And then we don't, we don't really, well, not going there yet. We want his yes to open doors. We want his yes for favor. Make ways. Yes, to love us when we are unlovable. When we act like complete orphans and we're like, oh, I'm an orphan. God, love me. Please. And he's like, oh, my heavens. Like, I literally split the veil for you. Anyway, um, to love us. Yes, to be endlessly faithful to us when we are not. Yes, to help us when things get super hard. Yes to people, yes to comfort when people die. This is life. Just, you know, we're like, God. And we go to him in crisis mode, you know, begging for his yes. 
Yes, to give us a platform and influence. God will have a gift. Don't you notice it? Like, these people don't know who I am. They clearly don't know how gifted and talented and anointed and wonderful I am. They're not giving me a platform. Or they are, but, like, they don't tell me about it. They don't tell me how awesome I am. You know what I mean? Like, God, just make a way. Make it, make, put, shine, me, shine on me. Let people know who I am. Maybe you're not there yet, but you probably will be there at some point. I'm not, t- I'm not all, this is all, is it all going to relate to you right now, but I can tell you it probably will. All the yeses, right? We want all the yeses. I want to read 2 Corinthians 1, 17 through 20 real quick. Okay. Don't tell me no. Okay. Hold on a minute. I got to find it. All right. I believe this is Paul talking. Okay. Actually, just give me a second. I took snapshots, but it's um, not sufficient. So, hold on a minute. All right, when I revise my itinerary, do I make plans with unprincipled motives? Ready to flip-flop with a yes and a no in the same breath? Of course not. For as God is true to his word, my promise to you is not a fickle yes when I meant no. Jesus Christ is the son of God, and he is the one Timothy, Silas, and I preached to you. And he is never both a yes and a no. God's never both a yes and a no, ever. He has always been and always will be a resounding yes. For all of God's promises find their yes and fulfillment in him. And as his yes, here's the two. This is where it's so awesome. And as his yes and our amen ascend to God, we get to bring him glory. Okay, I'm going to read that from another translation. But as I read the next one, have this in your head. Why are we alive? I'm asking. There's a lot of reasons we're alive, but I'm, I'm kind of looking for the root. What do you think? That is why we are alive. What are we alive for? To bring him glory, Nisi said. There's a lot of other reasons, and I'm sure they're all accurate. But I'm looking for, like, when God made us, what did he deposit in us? Himself. Right? He put himself in us. He deposited his own glory in us. The whole goal, goal for your life, if you ever are like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? And you can actually get, you will, people get there. I think about 17 years old starts this like, you can feel the pressure, especially in America, um, because I live here, but I hear that it's worse here because there's this American dream thing that like we're supposed to like hold on to. If you ever are like, what am I supposed to do with my life? One thing that will never change, ever, so write this flipping down, one thing that will never change is I'm alive to give God glory. And if, if, if any vocation limits me from giving him glory, I'm not in it. It ain't the thing. So if you ever feel like, uh-oh, I'm in the wrong lane. No shame. Just get in the right one, okay? So I'm going to read this from another translation. Probably just the message. 
Are you now going to accuse me of flip-flopping with my promises because it didn't work out? Do you think I talk about talk out of both sides of my mouth? A glib yes one moment, a glib no to the next. Well, you're wrong. I don't know why I saw a teenager when I saw them. Sorry, you are those. Ugh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> well, you're wrong. I try to be as true to my word as God is to his. This should be us, right? Our word to you wasn't a careless yes canceled by an indifferent no. How could it be? When Silas and Timothy and I proclaimed the Son of God among you, did you pick up on a... Heavens. Did you pick up on any yes and no and on and off again waffling? Wasn't it a clean, strong yes? Whatever God has promised us, he stamped us with the yes of Jesus. In him, this is what we preach and pray. The great amen, God's yes, and our yes together. Gloriously evident, God affirms us, making us a sure thing in Christ, putting his yes within us. And by his spirit, he has stamped us with an eternal pledge, a sure beginning of what is destined to be complete. Okay. Cool? Cool. Yeah. All right. My favorite thing about this whole little section is a promise that's inside of it. This is a promise for people who say no. This is a promise for people that say yes. God's yes is an eternal, resounding, louder than all your no's. Yes. Like, thank God. Right? This is a promise that is afforded and paid for on your best day and on your worst day. This is a promise afforded to you when things go completely sideways. Now, sonship, daughtership, hood, I don't know. Being a son and daughter of God, <clears throat> what we... Um, should do is be like, man, I really see your yes. I, thank you for your yes. You know what I learned? I can't unearn the yes. So what we do, and like kind of what religion can teach us in performance and like the merit system that we've kind of talked about a little bit lately that's like this performance merit-based, like I have to make sure that I'm good for God or he won't give me his yes. That is like, let's just wipe that off. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you can watch porn one night, and, the, and that same night, while, while you're watching porn, masturbating, okay? I'm just going to go, I'm just going to do it. While you're doing that, God's yes to you is just as loud as when you're singing your song. It's just as loud as when you're literally smoking dope, okay? And when you're feeding the hungry. Okay? Now, performance and merit will teach you, I can't give my yes to God because I've made my yes not clean. My yes now is a timid orphan yes. A maybe. It's kind of turned to a maybe God would want me. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so um, this this kind of mentality can stifle us from believing that we can give our give God our yes. I asked you this question: Why are we here to get glory? Right, Finn? I believe your little sister is wanting you. 
She's quite adorable and she looks tiny right now. <laughs> she kept saying his name. That's awesome. Isaiah 43, 7 tells us, Everyone who is called my by, by my name, who are created for my glory, who I am formed and made. Okay. Did I not finish my sentence? Basically, everyone who's called by my name is made for my glory, okay? There's scripture on it. Um, and then up here, if I go back to 20, verse 20, it tells us how do we give God glory is the union of the yeses. So if you're ever wondering, how do I give God glory? You say yes to things that you're uncomfortable with, probably. Yeah. Or you say yes to the thing you've been avoiding. And this is... This is going to be kind of a bold statement, but there are some callings and some things God's asked in some, in some people in the room, and your response has been no. Okay? Your answer has been no. I'm not, I'm not, I've disqualified myself from that, or I don't think I'm ready for that, or what are people going to think if I say yes to that? There's a flipping myriad of reasons that you give God why, he's, why you're giving him a no. It's stupid. Like, stop giving him nose. I wanted to title this No More Nose. Like, what if we were people that never said no to God? And this is like, this applies to like big stuff, you know? This also applies to really little things. This applies to like, I'm walking in Weigel's, Tosh is there. It's invite fight. And she's like, seems like she's having a rough night. You know what I mean? And it doesn't seem appropriate for me to like, be like, <clears throat> hey, do you want to like come to church? You know what I mean? It, it's in the tiny things too. But God loves Tasha. And God sent me to Weigel's. You know what I mean? So like, our yes isn't just like, God's not looking for your one yes for him to become your Lord and Savior and that's it. Like, he's looking to be, like, the father of your heart. And, like, he's looking to, to carry you in really good places. He's looking to carry you through hard stuff. He's looking, like, we had, a, we had opportunities when we were facing all the miscarriages to, to say no. We got a call two minutes before a worship week. You remember worship week? It's a week-long, beautiful week of worship. I could do that every other week. Why every other week? Because I need to, like, rest. But, like, <coughs> we had a set on Friday night. It was one of the last sets of the week, and I, I knew I was pregnant. It was the second time, right? First time. It was the second one. And I knew, I, yeah, because I started. It was the second miscarriage, and I had just had a miscarriage flipping 45 days before that, right? Or to a month before that, and we were supposed to lead worship. It was mine and Paul's night, and Paul and I know while we were alive, we're alive to bring Davidic worship back to God, right? We're, like, rebuild the temple and raise, raise our kids to, like, know Jesus, okay, and to, like, love you. That's why we're alive right now and make music. Anyway, <clears throat> but worship is, like, number one, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, apart from the family stuff. It's like, worship's like, 
I'm comfy here. I, I love to give God glory in this. I'll sing all night and all day. We do. We have. And we get a call two minutes before our set. And, like, I'm not kidding you. It said two minutes. And, like, I'm answering the phone. And this woman's like, hey, um, this is nurse whatever from whatever doctor. You're good. And she was like, I just want to let you know your numbers have significantly dropped. And, um. Well, call me back Monday. That's what she said. And I'm like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? And she was like, well, you know, and I had already, I just had a miscarriage. So she was like, let's just, you know, don't be hopeful, you know, take, just take, t make sure you're resting this weekend, don't do anything crazy. You know, she's just like, calm down, everything's gonna be okay. Two minutes. And I had an opportunity. That was, this was one of my, it's probably the most, there's a lot of yeses that we give God, but that was a really big one for me last year because I wanted to just run away, cry, and hide. Okay? And then I remember Bill Johnson talking about when his dad died, how he had this opportunity to, like, because him and his dad were super close, and this is Bill Johnson we're talking about, okay? So he's like this, like, giant of faith. You'd run to him for anything and be like, help me, Bill. And so this guy knows God right and he's struggling because his dad's died and he knows his dad's in heaven and he understands all that but he's like I understood when my dad died there's this opportunity I can give to God this this place of worship that I can offer to God that I can't offer him in any other place so like when I'm mourning when things suck I'm gonna give him my yes right so some yeses are and there's never a cheap yes, but some, some yeses cost more than other yeses. And I just, um, I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to just really speak to you guys. Um, actually, I don't even have to ask him to do that. He already does that. I'm going to ask you to listen. Just open up your heart. Open up your ears in the spirit. And, uh, or in the natural, because he's done that before. It's pretty cool. Um, never to me, but that's fine. Um, but, like, just open yourself up. My hands are open. That was a little bit strategic, you know? What do you want to say? What, what am I saying no to? Why? Why, why am I saying no to you? What about, why, am I disqualifying myself? Have I decided I'm not enough for it? Have I decided that you picked the wrong joker? Have I decided that the calling you've asked me to have, I don't want it? Like, what, you know, what is it? Like, we have to define this stuff. Because the only way you're going to give God glory is your yes. And your no makes you live a half-capacity life. And the Bible says that he came to give us life and life abundantly. We talk about it all the time up the hill. So... <clears throat> glory of God is inside of you you can't you can't escape it you can't run from it you can't hide from it but what you can do is not give it you can keep it for yourself and I just this is just not a day this is just not a day or a time to waste it's just not quit wasting your time
I'm serious. Like, that's the word of the Lord. If there's something that's burning inside of your chest, stop wasting your time. Say the thing to the person. Play the instrument. <laughs> Teach the teaching. Practice it. Start the Zoom call, JC. You know what I mean? There's stuff that is like, man, oh, God, i got to do this. Say that thing to the chick in the hallway. It, little big. Let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. But let's try to not have no's. And uh, I just want to play um, something. Um, <clears throat> and if you have a phone or a book or something, <clears throat> I want you to write down. I want, to, I want you to ask him two questions. The reason why I had, before I do that, the reason why I had, a, I had you envision that relationship at the beginning um, was to just get you a good idea of a relationship um, and get that kind of flowing and what that would look like. And the best relationships are made up of two yeses. And the best relationship you'll ever have with God, your Father, is his eternal resounding yes to you. That's 50%. But that's not enough. Like, God's enough, but he's looking for your other half. It can be a quiet, yes. I do know. I'm done being selfish. I know that's why I'm alive. For you, Lord. Or, it could be, yeah, oh my gosh, super confident about this. And I can't wait to do this. Like, it doesn't matter what it looks like. That relate two yeses. That's what we're looking for tonight, okay? First question What have I said no to that I need to say yes to? What am I running from? Some of you have probably asked the Holy Spirit this before. But here, here's the deal it's a new day. And guess what? There's pro there's I guarantee you there's something else you're supposed to say yes to. And if you hear anything, anything, specific or not, write it down. And I need everyone to participate in this. And I am not a controlling person. This youth group is the least controlling youth group I've ever been in in my entire life. We are free. We believe in the Holy Spirit. But participate. You are not exempt from this. I will do this myself. Every leader. Mom, get your phone out do it what am I saying what am I saying no to and the second question is what in the heck has kept me from saying yes some of these things are going to be oh I didn't know I was saying no to that it might be a new thing that he's wanting you to say yes to or it might be a, the, the same old thing he's talked to you about it for 20 months and you still got to know and that's fine. But it's not going to be fine for long. You know what I mean? Because you're going to be half capacity inside and wonder, what is going on with me? Those are the two questions. Holy Spirit, I am asking you 
Let him hear you tonight, God. We want to hear you. We hear your yes, your resounding. Father, we hear your resounding yes. I hear your resounding yes over everything, over the whole, my whole life. Over their whole lives. Most of you know Padre. If you need to envision something, you know how he'll get to the front of the stage and just scream yes? Envision that. He's a father. That's what I hear right now. That's what you envision something. See the big, fat yes that is just never ending this what in the world? Why is he saying yes to me? I am sinning right now. never stops we're just going to take I don't know minutes Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Illuminate Student Ministries. Be sure to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Illuminate Knox.